This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hello and welcome to our Squeeze the Election series, your shortcut to the 2022 federal election. South Australia. It's the land of great wine, Coffin Bay oysters and culinary icon Maggie Beer. It's also home to a new Labor state government after Peter Malinowskis was easily elected, defeating Liberal Stephen Marshall in March. So in this episode, we're going to get into the state of play in South Australia this election and what seats we're looking out for on election night. I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. The residents of South Australia have seen a lot of election campaigning in a short period of time. Claire, give us a recap of what happened in that state election that was only a few weeks ago. Yeah, so the Marshall government suffered a big defeat with Labor under new Premier Peter Malinowskis, easily elected. Labor won 27 seats in the lower house, up from 19. The Liberals retained 16 seats but lost nine. It was the first time in 40 years in the state that a government had been defeated after a single term. Marshall was leading a minority government by the end of his term. He won the election by one seat, but some of his MPs became independents and he was unable to improve on that position and win the election. And that's notable because before losing in 2018, South Australia had had a Labor government for 16 years. So there was a lot of analysis after that election about what the issues were that saw Labor win again. Those following it very closely pointed to state issues. Uh, There had been infighting and turmoil in the Marshall government and weaknesses in the healthcare system. That was an issue that Labor campaigned very strongly on. Marshall also advocated for the opening up of the state and getting the economy moving just before the Omicron wave of COVID hit, and thousands of South Australians were affected by that over Christmas, which also is thought to have had an impact. What about Scott Morrison's popularity or lack thereof? There was a bit said about that. Yeah, there sure was. Morrison said that it was a beat up and that that election was fought over those state issues. But there was a poll that was published by the Adelaide Advertiser that showed that the Prime Minister's unpopularity in South Australia was a drag on the Liberal state election vote. Now, that survey was supplied to the Advertiser without any details naming the pollster or the client. But it was seized upon and Labor had a field day with it in the wake of the Liberals' defeat. They sure did. For Morrison's part, he pointed to these local issues as being the decisive factors in the election. But there is a local issue that sits with the feds, and that's the building of submarines. Yeah, we've got a squeeze shortcut on the ins and outs of that saga. But long story short, the subs Australia had agreed with French companies to build, included building them in South Australia. Uh, When Morrison ditched that deal and made a new deal for nuclear-powered subs with the US and the UK, there was some uncertainty about what that would mean for the state. Morrison does say that South Australia will have a role in the construction of those subs and it's a lot of jobs they're talking about. So, of course, many locals are keen to keep that project local. It's a lot of jobs. And keep in mind, South Australia was also home to Australia's car manufacturing industry and that's collapsed. So these things are really important to many voters. So that sets the scene a little and gives you the sense of the vibe in South Australia. Let's now turn to this federal election campaign. 
When you look at what happened in the March state election, there were voters in inner Adelaide who backed Labor in, and that's given the analysts pause for thought in the federal seat of Boothby. The state result suggests that Labor can win Boothby. Uh, that state election is a hint, if you like, as to what might happen at this federal election. It's notable because Boothby has been in Liberal hands since 1949. It was a fairly safe seat until longtime MP Andrew Southcott retired in 2016. And after that, it was won by Liberal Nicole Flint. In 2019, Flint won the seat with a 1.4% margin, so it's the coalition's third most marginal seat. And this time, Flint won't be their candidate. No, she announced at the start of last year uh, that she wouldn't contest that seat again. What she said was that there's a culture in politics that she wasn't willing to put up with anymore. She was targeted by some really ferocious campaigns uh, against her at that last election. And in her valedictory speech a few weeks ago, she said that Parliament needed to be better at protecting women from offensive and insulting and intimidating behaviour. And she also took aim at the Labor Party and left-wing campaigners for the harassment and the abuse she said that she's endured during her time in politics. Yeah, she was talked about a lot last year when the discussion focused on the political environment for female staffers and politicians. So Flint is out. Who is the Liberals' candidate? It's Dr. Rachel Swift. Uh, She has a doctorate in clinical medicine from the University of Oxford, where she studied as a Rhodes Scholar. Uh, She's been a management consultant with Boston Consulting Group, and she's also worked for the United Nations on its Ebola response and other big health projects in Africa. And in recent years, she returned to South Australia to launch her own healthcare consulting firm. I'm assuming the next biggest challenger here is from the Labor Party. Yeah, well, they certainly came second on primary votes last time. Their candidate in this election is Louise Miller-Frost. She was the boss of South Australia's St Vincent de Paul Society before quitting to run. And a fun fact about her, she's the mother of triplet sons. Uh, She's also been a stepmom to three stepsons. (laughs) That is a lot of boys. They're all adults now, so she must be a bit relieved about that. (laughs) Anyone else we need to know about? So Joe Dyer is running as an independent. She's had a career in the arts. She worked for the Bangara Dance Theatre, also the Sydney Theatre Company and the Sydney Writers Festival. And recently she's been the director of the Adelaide Writers Week. If you know her name, it's because she was a close friend of the woman who accused former Attorney General Christian Porter of sexual assault. And she became a bit of a spokeswoman uh, for a group of friends who had been lobbying for an inquiry into Porter's behaviour. She's in this election race by the skin of her teeth. There was a cloud over her eligibility due to questions about whether she was a dual citizen of the UK. Yeah, that's been resolved. She's good to go. Oh, the dual citizenship issue. It's the gift that just keeps on giving. Okay, so that's a quick look at what's notable in South Australia. It's a good one to keep an eye on. And look, there's other seats in each state that are interesting. In South Australia, probably the other one is Mayo. Uh, Listeners, no doubt, are also watching their own campaign dramas unfold where they live. But in terms of what's front and centre in this election campaign, from a national perspective, Boothby is certainly one to watch. And hopefully we've got you covered with some good talking points for election night. If you have any questions about the election, about any seats in particular, send your questions through to hello at thesquiz.com.au and we'll have a go at answering them in our Saturday podcast, Ask the Squiz. Thanks for listening. Until next time.
week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.